and then we're going to have a season of prayer, and God put on my heart for a couple reasons. One is, is because nothing happens without prayer, and a prayer moves the heart of God, and we want to be a praying people, and I know many of you have been praying for Vacation Bible School, but the question is, VBS is upon us, who's ready? And the only way we're going to be ready is that if we have prayed for God to work, and uh, certainly right now, uh, I'm, I'm kind of like Brother Flynn, I almost need a cane to stand up here tonight, just having built a barn and all these types of things, but it's all been good. Anything you do for the Lord is not in vain, and we've been enjoying this week, looking forward to it. But I wanted to share a couple thoughts with you, really just a quick challenge, and then I'll give you some instructions as we go to the Lord, uh, and so, some ways that we can pray tonight corporately. And so I'll, I'll invite you to maybe find a prayer partner and uh, you can either pray if you have a spouse here or somebody close to you, that's fine. If not, maybe a lady can get together with a lady and a guy with a guy. But let's, let's make sure nobody prays by themselves tonight. And if we need to, just get three or so in a group. And uh, let's go to the Lord after we're done here and just uh, ask God to work in hearts. But let me share, if you would, turn to Jeremiah chapter 33 tonight. And if you grab the uh, prayer page tonight, you should have a, a little small outline tonight. And uh, as you look at uh, Jeremiah, I love this verse, Jeremiah 33, verse 3, all right? Everybody see either there in your Bible or see on your handout there tonight. Everybody see the verse, Jeremiah 33, 3? All right, let's read this verse together, all right? Everybody, here we go, Jeremiah 33, 3. Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Through the prophet Jeremiah, God says, I want you to call unto me, he says here, and I will answer thee. And I love the rest of it, and show thee. This is how God's going to answer the prayer. He says, I'm going to show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Now you think about our God. God is a great God. God is a, he is the almighty God. And I love how when God, you know, we, we got ready to, to start doing this thing, and it was kind of funny. I'm, I'm going to be just a little transparent because, you know, a lot of people have gotten to know Pastor a little bit. And when it comes to doing vacation, Bible school, other things, you know, to me, my motto a lot of times is go big or go home. And, uh, and I like to do things when it comes to things for the Lord. I really like to do things. And, uh, and so we were, we were going to build a barn over on this side and then we were going to have the silo next to it and and then we talked about maybe running the barn over towards uh where this wall is right here and uh, and then I, I was kind of sitting there staring at it and i thought you know maybe we ought to just do that barn in the middle and brother kenny goes you know he says pastor that's what i suggested a while back and i said uh, i said well you know i'll be honest with you i said i was thinking that's probably going to be a large barn and Brother, I, Brother Kenny was standing there, and then uh, as time wore on, we were kind of joking around with him, and I, said, and, and I made the comment, I said, man, Brother Kenny, you just, you, you just go overboard. You do things so big, you know, I just can't believe how big that barn is, Brother Kenny. And he's like, he looked at me and he goes, Pastor, he goes, the one time I try to have a big vision, and, I, and I've been taking all this heat ever since then. And I just laughed about it because usually I'm the one. Everybody's like, man, pastor, calm down. You need to just mellow out a little bit. And I, I love the fact that, look, as big as we try to do this, God's going to do it bigger. And God says, look, just call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty 
things. And when I think of Vacation Bible School, again, are we ready to see great and mighty things? Now, look, the way we measure things is totally different than the way God does. And, and understand, that, look, God works in hearts. It's not always numerical. Now, look, I'm praying that we'll have a house full. I hope we really do, because to me, the more boys and girls that are here, the more that are going to hear the truth. I hope we have a household, but even if we don't, I'm going to tell you this, we're going to do the best we can with God's help to, to share the truth with them so that God can do something great and God can do something mighty in their hearts. And I want to see, and I hope you do too, now what are these great and mighty things? Well, there's simply this, they're the blessings that God wants to give us, but the only way God's going to give us those blessings is if we yield ourselves to the Lord. Uh, I'll tell you, a lot of times when it comes to working with children, I've seen both sides of the spectrum. Some people are just naturally gifted to work with children. And some people, be honest with you, they probably should never work with children. <laughs> and and it's, sometimes it's a challenge, but, but over the years, I'm not that great with children, but I love to spend time with kids. Because when I look at kids, I see what I missed out on. I see kids that if you get a child and you start to talk to them about the Lord and they come to trust Christ as their Savior, God gets a whole life. He doesn't get somebody in their 30s, 40s, and 50s that maybe they'll get 10, 20, 30 years and praise God for that. But I love the fact that children are, are, have such tender hearts and God wants to give us, as always, God wants to give us His best. So through Jeremiah, this verse, 33.3, I want to share six things from this verse that will help us to be ready for vacation Bible school. Jeremiah, with God's help, gives us the formula. And that's what I want to show you tonight, how we can see great and mighty things. Here's the first part of it is, notice the request. The request. Notice what he says here. The very first word in Jeremiah 33.3 is call. You know what the word call means? It means to ask. And so when you think about this, God says, just ask. What does the Bible say? Why don't we have? Why? Because we ask not. So here we are tonight. Vacation Bible school is upon us. And God says, look, you want to see something great happen? Well, just ask. And this is what we see that God is saying through Jeremiah. God doesn't force himself on us. I love that about our God. God waits for us to ask. You know, it's, it's, it's the same in our lives relationally. How can I know what my wife needs? Now, I know that I'm supposed to know what she needs, you know? But I'm not a mind reader, you know? I mean, I've been married for almost 40 years now, 35 years, and I've been together for 40, and you would think I would know. But listen, that God knows what our needs are. And when I think about how God wants what's best for us, God wants us to see great and mighty things, the one thing God's waiting for us to do is ask. Now look what it says in Matthew 7. Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth. He that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened. Did you see all those promises there? God says, look, just ask, seek, and knock. And he says, I will answer, I will bless your life, 
And listen, I believe the same thing with Vacation Bible School. I believe that if we ask God, we bathe this thing in prayer, God has promised that he will bless our Vacation Bible School. So the first part of the formula, here it is. God says through Jeremiah, call the request. Notice number two. Second part of the formula is the word confident. Now, I'm not talking about in us. But go back to Jeremiah 33, 3. Look at the second and third words. Call unto me. That's what God says. God says, look, I don't want you to call someone else. I don't want you to call 911. He says, I want you to call unto me. The whole, the whole th reason we do that is because we have confidence in the one who can deliver us, who can answer us. Look, when, when we pray, when we ask, we ask hoping, knowing that God will hear. See, God is waiting to hear from us. We're not hoping that somebody will hear. When we call on the Lord, listen, God is able. And as we think about praying to him, our prayers are directly to God. I love that, that oftentimes it's referred to as the model prayer. It wasn't, hey, every time you pray, pray this way. Because the Bible says we shouldn't pray with vain repetition. But I love how you can see the model there in Luke 11 too. This is just a portion of it, how Jesus said unto them, when you pray, say, look at these words, our what? Father. So who are you praying to? You're praying to your father, Abba. You're praying to your daddy. And listen, he loves you. And if we are making the request and we're making it with confidence, because we know he is able. So again, here's the formula. Call unto me. Look at the third part of the formula. The word expect. Expect. What do we expect when we call unto God? We expect him to what? Hear, right? How many of you think God hears when his children pray to him? Sure he does. I love this. Look, look back at the verse, verse 33 in Jeremiah. He says, call unto me, what's the next word? And. and. Now, you, I love that word there because the word and indicates that there's more. See, it's not just call unto me. He says, when you call unto me and, notice here, our prayers reflect our confidence in him, but also our trust in him. That we trust that God will work. The book, book of James it instructs us this. The Bible says, Act, uh, asking in faith, nothing wavering. God says, look, you can come to me with all confidence, expecting that I will hear you. And when God, listen, God wants us to exercise and demonstrate faith in him. Don't just talk about the fact that, that I have faith in God, but faith God. You know, some of you are going to be involved in Vacation Bible School. Some of you are going to teach, and some of you are going to help in various ways. Listen, let's be men and women expecting God to hear us as we ask Him to work. I love Hebrews eleven six. Without faith, it is impossible to please Him. For he that cometh to God must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Uh, you study the Old Testament when the priests were uh, carrying the ark of God and they got to the river 
they had to step out into the water before God parted the waters. See, they had to have faith that God would part the waters. Uh, when you study the life of Peter, and of course Jesus comes walking on the water, Peter steps out of the boat, and as he steps out of the boat, the whole reason he did was because Jesus said, come. And because he called unto Peter, Peter stepped out. Nobody else stepped out of the boat, but Peter had faith. He expected God to do something. And the question is, as we think about vacation Bible school, are we exercising or are we, as individuals, are we demonstrating faith in God? God, I believe that you're going to do something very, very special in our vacation Bible school. Well, here again, Jeremiah has given us a formula here, and it's sixfold. And notice again, he says, call unto me. And now notice number four, look at these two words, I will, I will. Let's say that together, I will. Now, is that talking about you? No, it's talking about who? God. So notice here, as, as Jeremiah writes, this next part of the formula is we have to believe. We have to believe. In other words, we expect to see God work. See, we can only humanly do so much. You know, we've got the barn up. You know, I got, I got chickens over here with eggs. I mean, I don't know if you're impressed, but I'm, I'm pretty impressed. They're pink eggs, blue eggs, green eggs. That's pretty impressive right there. You know, we've got a horse over here, and Miss Carol said, where's the bottom of his legs? I mean, you know, you're not supposed to notice those things, you know? I mean, I've got a, I've got a windmill here, but there's no, there's no fan at the top. It, it'll get there but it's not there yet. I mean, boy, we've got everything here. But understand that we have to know that God is going to work on our behalf. Look, we know the verse. Look at it, Romans 8, 28. We, what's that next word? We know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Look, we have a confidence, a belief, a faith in God's ability and it, it, listen, we have to also be confident in God's timing. Some boys and girls may get saved during vacation Bible school. Some may not get saved during vacation Bible school. But guess what's going to happen? God will sow the seeds in their hearts. So we have to believe. Notice the next part of this formula. Number five is the word experience. Now this is a word that oftentimes is kind of abused when it comes to uh, Christianity, if you want to call it that, or people going to church. But here's what, here's what he means by this. Notice he says, call unto me, and I will, here's the next two words, show thee. You know, now I can, I, I, I can relate to these two words because I grew up in misery. I mean, Missouri, you know, and, and Missouri is the show me state. You know, it's just, it, that motto goes very well, because most people I grew up with, it's like, look, I'm not going to believe it unless I see it. Do you know anybody like that in the Bible? Thomas. Thomas is always getting a bad rap about being the one that doubted, you know, except I see. Well, guess what? God says, if you call unto me, he says, he says, I will, that's what he says right here, I will show thee. So in other words, when you think about this, look, you and I, how foolish would it be for us to try to limit God? God says, I'm going to show you some things this week, as some great and mighty things. God wants us to experience 
his wonderful working of his grace in people's lives. Look at Psalm 46.10, love the verse. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. If we just do, if we just get out of the way, guess what's going to happen? God's going to show up. God says, I will show thee, Philippians 2.13, for it is God. It's not pastor. It is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Jeremiah says, look, here's a formula. Call unto me and I will show thee. Now look at number six. Here's the last part right? The word glory. Because when you think about this, God wants what's best for us. But notice he says, I'm going to show you great and mighty things. In other words, things that none of us could say, hey, I did that. You know, uh, Brother Kenny, he was, he was putting this, this fence up with Brother Chris. And these two guys, can you believe it? They were using a level. I mean, I'm standing here going, it's a, it's a barn, it's a, it's a fence, it's supposed to be crooked. And they said, listen, pastor, church members are going to show up. And they're going to be sitting in these seats, and they're going to be staring at that. And if it's not straight, then they're going to say, who put that fence up? You know? And, and when you think about this, look, we, we could say, hey, we put that fence up, we put that barn up. But I'm going to tell you something, things that are of eternal significance, we can't take the credit for that. Only God can. God says, I'm going to show you some great and mighty things. God is willing, God is ready, God is able to display this in our lives. Why? For His glory. We can live confidently, we can live victoriously as God puts on an amazing display through us. How many of you want to be used by God, right, during this vacation Bible school? And, and, and look, for some of us, it may be a pie in the face. I don't know, you know. Uh, it might be the boys beating the girls in the, in, the, in the penny offering. I don't know what it is. But listen, everything we do, we're going to do it for God's honor and for God's glory. Look what Paul writes to Timothy. He says in the last part of 2 Timothy 1.12, For I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. Let's say those words. He is what? He's able. You know, God is able. So vacation Bible school. Here's a great formula. Uh, Jeremiah 33.3. Let's read the verse together again. All right, here we go. Call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Now look at right now we don't know what they are, which thou knowest not. But if we pray and we wait for God to work, then we may not know what they are right now, but we will know because God says, I'm going to show you some great and mighty things. And how many of you can't wait to see what God's going to do? That's the way I am. I'm like, I just can't wait until God shows up. So Vacation Bible School, is a, it's a week of outreach. It's a week of worship. It's a week of, of growth for all of us, for young and old alike. Listen, I, I'm going to tell you something. I think Vacation Bible School does as much for the church as it does for the children. And I think it's a great way for our church to come together, to work together, to help boys and girls. So let, let me share a few things with you. Uh, throw those up on the slide there. And these are some things that I want you 
to, to pray about. I, I don't know if those, these are in your outline there uh, tonight. Are they there? Okay, so uh, let me just go through these. You can see the buzzwords there. And I just want to share a few thoughts. You could, you could jot a few of these things down along with these. But these were things that came to my mind and my heart as I was thinking about, okay, what can we pray for? We want to see God work, great and mighty things. So here's the thing, weather. Okay, tonight coming in, it was pouring down rain. How many of you know, if you've been here, we do vacation, we do games outside, we do snacks outside, we do have a back-covered uh, porch out there, but listen, it'd be a wonderful thing if we're able to do stuff outside so that not everything's in the building, but whatever happens, we're going to have a great time doing it, but pray that the weather would be nice, that God would hold the, how many of you know God can hold the rain back, right? And so let's pray for the weather. Secondly, Pray for safety. Now, here, here's what's going to happen. How many of you came sh here tonight straight from work? Anybody? Okay, about maybe a third of you came straight. Vacation Bible School is going to be the same way, same way. So pray for safety as, as a lot of our workers are going to be coming straight from work. Pray, pray as, as families come. Look, you do know the devil's looking for any excuse to keep people from coming to Vacation Bible School. And, and so there, I guarantee there's some people that are not here tonight because they're, they're in Miami traffic, they can't get the highways, they're flooded with the rain and everything. And so pray for that weather and then pray for safety. When I think about safety, I also think about right here. Uh, Brother Guslett, where are you at? He's got games and, and uh, pray for Brother Guslett that, that everything goes well. We don't want anybody to get hurt uh, on, during the activities and things here on the property. Again, we want to make sure that we're praying for safety. Look at the next one, visitors. Now, I've already mentioned We've, we've got a website that we've got out there. We've passed out about 2,500 invitations. Listen, I'm praying God will use every last one of them. Uh, that Facebook ad, other things, we've got stuff on Instagram. You know, look, when you go fishing, if, if you're smart, you don't take one pole. You take like three or four, and you put them all in the water. you got a lot of hooks going, and that's what we're trying to do is we're trying to get as many boys and girls so they can hear the truth. So pray for any visitors. Uh, pray for families. Look, it's about children, Vacation Bible School is, but children are a part of families. And I'd love to see us be able to reach into some homes and follow up with some moms and dads from their children. And so pray for families. Next one there, pray for workers. When I think about this, look, the workforce of our Vacation Bible School, 90-some percent of it's all volunteer. It's you folks. And I'm praying for you. Pray for us. You know, now, again, you know, we're staff, but, but this is beyond even the scope of just being here during the normal day. We're all here laboring together. Let's pray for one another and pray that all would go well there. Pray for the offering. And uh, Ms. Maylene's going to help us, as always, with this. But I already mentioned that project with the Florence family, Papua New Guinea. And uh, I hope these boys and girls go home and they're so excited about it that they, they just, they're, they're going around stealing their dad's money and all that type of stuff. No, no, not stealing, borrowing for the Lord. And, and so uh, we, we, wanna, we want this offering to be pleasing in God's sight. Pray for the teaching and the preaching of the week. And every night we're going to start right here in the auditorium. We're going to have a general assembly as we get started every night. And then we'll split off. The kids will be in different age groups. And every group will have a lesson, a Bible lesson that's taught. And so we've got folks teaching. They've got the materials. And again, we want God to use his word. We know that he will. And then pray for the preaching. It's always a challenge when the boys and girls, they've been running and they're wired. 
and we try to bring them back in here and sit them down, and then we try to preach about maybe 5, 10, 15 minutes at the most, and so pray uh, that, that we'd see some respond and get saved when they hear the gospel. And then the last thing, again, it's all about decisions. And let's pray that there would be tender hearts, that there would be yieldedness there, that the Holy Spirit would work, that we would see decisions, salvations throughout the week. So this is things that, that we can all pray for. And again, we've planned this Vacation Bible School and we've prepared. We've got a few little details that we still need to do, but it's time for us to really bathe this thing in prayer and see God work in the hearts of boys and girls. I love what, in the days of Nehemiah, Nehemiah prayed, and here's part of what he prayed. He says, I beseech thee, O Lord God of heaven, the great and terrible God that keepeth covenant and mercy for them that love him and observe his commandments. Let thine ear now be attentive and thine eyes open that thou mayest hear the prayer of thy servant which I pray before thee now, day and night, for the children. That's a great prayer, but it's not just one for Nehemiah and his day, it's for us today. And so here's what I'd like for you to do. We took some prayer requests earlier, and you have those if you jotted those down. But I'd like for you to, like I said, you could pray if you have a spouse or someone close to you here. And if not, let's, let's at least be in groups of two or three. And so if you can find somebody... You may have to get up and find somebody and maybe just find some room somewhere. But let's just take maybe five, ten minutes and do me a favor. When you finish praying, if you would, just quietly maybe make your way out to the foyer so that we're not disturbing those that are still praying. And, of course, there's other things we can pray for. Pray for our missionaries. Pray for other requests that are on the prayer page. And I know that, Brother Peter, 